Hello, and welcome to the loud and short of it, the top podcast where we are cooking up fresh hot takes. I'm Ramsey, the loud one. <laughs> I'm Jesse, the short one. I'm not sure exactly what that was, but this week we're bringing you a variety hour where we'll hit ten topics back to back and uh, just dive into them, tell you what's the what's what for this month. Yeah, dude, that was fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you go first, my Google Docs needs to refresh. Okay, we're starting off on television. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you want me to go first? Uh, actually, I'll do the television first. Oh, okay, Just okay. need a need yeah, yeah, yeah. for me. So, TV, uh, I have, uh, Taika Waititi, the guy who wrote Jojo Rabbit. Okay, thank you, yeah, needed. Um, he also directed the, that... Say his name again. Dorm- Taika Waititi? No, do it three times. Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi. Damn, just fucking nailed it. I'm an orator, my guy. <laughs> Uh, so, this is very near and dear to my heart. I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's one of my favorite books. <laughs> one of my favorite there. movies. Um, the new movie with Johnny Depp was bad. But, he's making two animated series. One, about the characters in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I assume we're gonna get some backstory. Like with the kids? Yeah, I assume we're gonna be like, oh, this man. is why Mike's a cunt. <laughs> and this is why Gustav Gloop is a chubster. <laughs> and things of the like. Um, but... The most important thing is that he's making a second series all about the fucking Oompa Loompas. Weren't they? Wasn't that basically slave labor? Oh, it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he he's like, I house them and feed them, and they're my friends, and they're all just like crying in the corner, and they're like, this is a murder factory for children. <laughs> so we're getting an anime. Is this directed towards children? Is this a dark dive into the... Willy Wonka cinematic universe. <laughs> Knowing him, I feel like this shit is gonna be dark. It's mm. gonna be kind of fucked up at least. Cause like it was like like Jojo Rabbit had like we don't have to get into Jojo Rabbit, but it, you know how it was where it was like this is a comedy. It no, like, it's very fucked up. Yeah, I feel like I hope it's more like that. Cause even the book of Charlie Chocolate Factory is super fucked up. Yeah, well, I mean to be fair, the movie is as well for just normal people that watch the movie. It, it is just. Completely yeah. fucked up my, if you take two seconds and not be like, oh, it's funny, the fat kid's in a tube. <laughs> my favorite part is when he almost drowns, the fat kid almost drowns in chocolate, which has got to be a t- nightmare. And then he goes get sucked up in a tube, and then Gene Wilder's like, bro, get in this boat real quick, we're gonna go through this tunnel, and all the kids are like, that was a little iffy, but he was fat, and we all hate him because it's the 70s, uh, let's get the boat, let me get the boat, and then Gene Wilder just, or, tra- sorry, Willie Wonka just starts screaming, <laughs> he's like, the boat's going to fast! <laughs> the tunnels all light up, but anyway, to stay on track, new animated series, oh, it's Netflix, all Netflix. Oh, man. So just gonna, gonna get two chunky series. Game. I hope the Oompa Loompa shit comes out first. That's all I care about. I don't give a fuck about Mike TV. Watch about the kids. Nah, fuck Mike TV. Fuck uh, fuck Veronica. Whatever the fuck. Is she the one that tried to try to steal the goose, to, with the golden eggs? Uh, yeah, Veronica is the one who tried. My God, yeah. can barely remember an actress, but you know, fucking <laughs> which the who the rich bitch was in fucking Willy Wonka. I remember because I disliked her the most, and she gets to live almost the longest. So mm. I was just like, get this bitch off of my screen. That's true. I liked Mike TV. You know why? Because mm-hmm. he dressed up as a cowboy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I can identify with this kid. If you put a cowboy hat on, Ramsey's like probably a good dude. Dude, my mom was just like one day she came in. And I was watching like Village People music videos for YMCA, and she was like, "This is strange. Why is my boy watching this?" I was like, "He's a cowboy, mom, and what was a cop?" <laughs> my lord. <laughs> okay, uh, I feel like that's all we gotta say for Willy Wonks and whatnot. That's exciting. I'm I'm less interested in in a in an article about it, more interested in when the show comes out. I'm sure we might be able to revisit that once we yeah. have an understanding of what the fuck we're gonna watch. I just wanted to bring Willy Wonka to the forefront because no one talks about it. <laughs> uh, one day, our friend CJ he tweeted some shit where it was like someone was like making like a maggot stew or something gross Mm -hmm. and then he did this giant quote from Willy Wonka about the Oompa Loompas talking about like the bugs and shit they (laughs) ate in their home country Uh, oh he pays the Oompa Loompas in cocoa beans Mm. there are so many layers to the slavery there it's (laughs) really terrifying Uh, will will, uh, Grandpa Joe be in it that piece of shit yeah okay good I, want you get to see, I hope he dies in it. I Well, he's going to be animated, so they can put him through a wood chipper. <laughs> Nobody would yeah, upset. Very low FX costs. Okay. Uh, what do I have for television? I don't uh, know. So, uh, we just talked about The Witcher, I think last month. The mm-hmm. I would argue the first video game adaptation into a TV show that's been successful. 
can't think mm-hmm. of any other ones. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're going to move forward with this. Last of Us, it's getting a series on HBO, written and uh, directed by the same guy that did Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. And what I think is really cool is it's co-written by the same guy who made Last of Us. The, Neil the Druckmann? Writer. Yeah. Or Bruce Straley? Neil Druckmann. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Yeah. And in addition to all of that, HBO has said that this is a start of a large deal that they have with Sony, and they're going to make more than just this adaptation. Oh my god, so we're so going to we get the get, Uncharted movie, we can get, or the TV show. Yeah, we could get all kinds of different TV sh- TV movie TV adaptations of video games. I have two things for this. Mm-hmm. The first one. There's an Uncharted movie that has been going around for fucking ever that Sony's been kicking around trying to figure out. Mm. I hope they cancel it. Because it's literally been going on for like, I think almost eight years now. At one point, Mark Wahlberg was Nathan Drake, and now he's being casted as Sully. And Tom Holland's a young Nathan Drake. (laughs) Which is just, it's it's a fucking meme. But I hope that gets scrapped. To be fair, if you played the Uncharted games, they kind of took a similar route where the first one, you're like, wow, what a great narrative arc. And then the second one, you're like, okay, you built on it. And then by the fourth one, you're like, what the fuck is happening, man? This is too much. No, I fucking love it. I I love, the best part about Uncharted is the interaction between the characters. Uh, Sully and Drake? That's dope. It's like the last, it's like Indiana Jones 3, but over four games. Uh, it just, it doesn't, okay, maybe I'm wrong because I stopped paying attention, but I stopped paying attention because I got, I got uninterested. It was just, it was the same fucking thing. You're, you're a, you're a loon. Those are my (laughs) fucking boys. But what hasn't done that is Last of Us, and what from the get-go had a much better story and background was Last of Us. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where this goes. I would love in the future, I know it's not a Sony-owned product, but Bioshock. At some point, if that could get an adaptation... You have the potential to ruin something amazing, yeah. but of all of the different uh, intellectual properties that yeah. are part of video games, it would make the most amazing long television show. That ties in perfectly to my second point. Bioshock works really well because of the, the art direction and how you explore that story in that world. Um, same thing with The Last Was. The thing is, like The Last Was, if you take the story overall, it's not insanely impressive Mm. it's pretty basic and bare bones but the thing is the execution was so fucking good yeah troy baker and was he voice acted joel and then um i can't remember who voice acted ellie ashley uh ashley something Mm -hmm. um but their interaction everything is what really sold it because they did all this like motion capture shit and they like really acted it so i think the biggest thing right now that i can see is Finding a way to make this story interesting over X amount of hours and not just copy and pasting from the game. Because the other thing is the other survivors you run into. And also finding two leads who are like, you're going to fucking love. I was going to bring that up. Can they cast this movie without Emma Page? Ellen Page? Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Since the girl from Last of Us was literally a cloned copy of Ellen Page. I'm not sure, but I remember there were two survival games that came out, and the main characters both looked identical yeah. to Ellen Page, and one of them, Ellen Page sued them over it. Yeah, no, okay, so one of them was Beyond Two Souls, which Ellen Page was actually in, and did ah. the motion capture for, and was like, this is registered, and then when Last Was came out, she was like, I'm fucking suing you guys, yeah. this is me, <laughs> and I was like, ah, you're not wrong. It's literally her, like, yeah. I would love to see what Ellen Page feels about this. They gotta. Yeah. What if they brought her in though? They My can't because that character Ellen Page is too old. She's way too old. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, she looks young, but like she doesn't look fourteen or yeah. however old the the little girl from Last of Us is. Yeah. She's like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Same, same fucking age. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm pretty excited, but again, I am worried because I'm just like ah. I, think... I really love the the small. The best part about the game was the small interactions between Ellie and Joel. Yeah. And you can't really capture that even over, like, eight episodes. There's only so much you can do. That's true. And I think, to to compare it to the only other thing I think we really can, which is Witcher at this point, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. I'm going to upset some super nerds. But no one fucking cared about the Witcher story. It's a fun game. The story didn't yeah. fucking matter. No yeah. one cared. It was, You were just being a badass. You like the characters. Yeah, but it didn't have a... It, it was way more... Last of Us, you could you could really get in to that story yeah. and really like follow it from start to finish, yeah, like a movie, yeah. Um, so it has I think more potential to be fucked up 
Whereas yeah. when they took The Witcher, they could have taken it a couple directions and we would have just been like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Also, the thing is, like, Neil Druckmann being involved in it, he was the creative head of, he was in the creative head of Uncharted 2, Uncharted 4, um, and then moving into um, fucking Last of Us. Him and this Those dude are all Bruce Naughty Dog, correct? All Naughty Dog, yes. So, we also, from HBO, could get a Crash Bandicoot. Uh, cartoon series? Cartoon series. It's been a minute since HBO did cartoon. I think the last cartoon they did was Spawn in like the 90s. And that wasn't for kids. Oh, but Crash Bandicoot is great. That could be I amazing. Want, I want an adult reboot of Crash Bandicoot where he's like <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. But he's like, he's obviously like on cocaine or meth. And he's like, he's not even fast. He just spins around. Like a good Sonic. Yeah, exactly. Like Honestly, Sonic. saw Sonic as well. It's not that bad. You also, you were wrong. You said it was the first good, Witcher was the first good uh, video game TV series. That's not true. There was a Sonic show in the 90s that I uh, liked. Knuckles okay, bad. Uh, li- live big action. Games. Live action. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, are we ready to get into the, the nitty gritties of the next one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, politics. You want to go first again? Or um, you want me to start it off? You go ahead. Okay, so... Last week was Super Tuesday. The day that this comes out will be the next next big voting block, so we can't speak on that. Obviously, it be pretty hard. We'd mm-hmm. have to foresee the future. But uh, not a good day for progressives in general. Mm-hmm. We had unprecedented levels of establishment candidates dropping out and teaming up to be one big super friends group. Mm-hmm. We had Tom Steyer drop out immediately after South Carolina, which most people don't even know who that is. So he didn't matter. He didn't. You should know the fuck Tom (laughs) is. He's my favorite billionaire. And then we had Pete, uh, the rat, and Amy Klobuchar, the stapler thrower, drop out together the same day. Head down to Dallas and endorse Biden twenty four hours before the before Super Tuesday, which allowed all of the centrist, moderate, whatever the fuck term they want to call themselves, coalesce behind one dimension ridden candidate and propel him to take the entire South. Uh, he barely took Texas, which was super disappointing yeah. for me. I spent pretty much all of last week campaigning and canvassing and, mm-hmm. and volunteering my time to try to get this. For uh, who, Jesse? For, for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. 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 For the only, yes. Um. <laughs> for the old man. Yeah. I felt the fucking floodgate just close. Like, mm, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um, so yeah, Biden took the whole South, even managed to pull Texas off. He managed a win, a tiny win in Maine that still mm-hmm. might be questionable. And somehow, uh, tinfoil hat, the exit polls do not line up with the results, but somehow got Massachusetts and Minnesota, which he was not expected to win. Not sure how that happened. Mm-hmm. But point is, at this point, it's a tie game. Biden might be up by 40 delegates by the end, but in a race to 1990, that's nothing. It's basically yeah. a tie game, and now it's down to two. Because after Super Tuesday, Bloomberg dropped out immediately mm-hmm. after spending $500 million on useless ads and wasting everyone's million. time. Um, and Elizabeth Warren dropped the day that we were recording this, March 5th, um, and so far has not endorsed either candidate yeah. to everyone's dismay. But Well, I, I mean, come on, dude. She's waiting for the best deal to show up. Yeah, I mean, she's she has proven time and time again that she is not in this for any specific political cause, but more in it for her own political career. Yeah. And I think playing the field and seeing which candidate is going to give her the better deal, probably that VP slot, potentially, Yeah, that's who she's going to take. I can't remember where I found it. Uh, someone was talking about how, like, what she's doing right now, they're just like, her endorsement matters less and less by the hour. Yeah. And it was like, that's that's bad. And they're also talking about, like, uh, this point, I mean, Bernie needs the endorsement. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, but there were some polls that came out today from Missouri, which I, this is, this is one poll. We have reached a point um, in this primary process, I'm going to get a little too nerdy for probably most, this isn't a political podcast, but uh, <laughs> generally uh, polling gets worse and worse as the primary goes on because these are states that haven't gotten 30 polls like Texas got or California got or all of the pre-Super Tuesday. I mean, Iowa got polled I don't know how many times. So we're dealing with, like, singular polls. Also, the entire game changed when we started with 28 candidates or 4,000, whatever it was, and we're down to two now. Mm -hmm. And Tulsi. 
Can't, can't forget the Tulsi. Can't forget the Tulsi. The third most likely to become president. Well, fourth, I don't know if that's Third or true. fourth. Third or fourth. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> to become the primary. Yeah. Or whatever. Keep going. <laughs> um, but we did get a, a poll out of Missouri today showing that that's a close state within 4% either yeah. direction, Biden leading. But previous polls in Missouri months ago showed Biden with a substantial lead yeah. and Sanders barely breaking the 15% yeah. threshold. So it's anybody's game. And it th- this is a better position that Sanders is in as of March 5th than he was in 2016. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, now Bernie Sanders is the fucking, like, he, he he's the Twitter favorite. That's another thing that, like, that, that also begs the question. I have two things I want to say about this. One, um, they're also connected. One, the youth vote did not show up for Bernie Sanders. Twitter so was very loud. That's entirely true. The youth vote, the youth vote percentages based on exit polling was low, drastically low, and yeah. pathetic since, since the argument has been made many times is that the youth doesn't vote because their choices are shitty. Mm-hmm. So why would... They don't see a point in coming out. And now one of their choices isn't shitty, so fuck off and go vote. Yeah. But you cannot deny that in South Carolina and Texas and other states, hundreds of polling locations were closed. These were generally mm-hmm. closed in low-income areas with tons of people of color and tons of young people. Areas that were pro-Bernie. Now, is that a giant conspiracy? I'll leave that to whether or not you want to wear a tinfoil hat or not. But the point is, uh, lines at college campuses reach seven hours in some places. Yeah. Those kind of things, th- that doesn't happen in mm-hmm. white suburban areas. They get I, so many voting areas, mm-hmm. and the lines never get long, and there's way less errors that happen to occur. Yeah. UCLA in California, they had one polling, one polling booth, for 40,000 students on campus. And they were, and some error occurred and they handed out provisional ballots for everybody that showed up to that one. And then all of the polling locations around the UCLA campus, they all had insanely long lines as well. Yeah. And just so everybody listening knows, when they offer you a provisional ballot, tell them to fuck off. That's literally just a trick to get you to sign something so that you're like, oh, I feel like I voted. They're ne- they, those never get fucking counted. They're fucking useless. Yeah. Uh, the one that I will say is that uh, in te- if you're in Texas, I know that you said that that there were a bunch of polls closed. Um, if you're in Texas and you did not vote, I I think you're a fucking dick. Kind of. I don't want to say. I don't want to be the dude who's like, I like who's like you're a piece of shit. You didn't vote, but I mean you kind of are. But also like the thing is like it was so easy for me to vote in Texas. Yeah. I, uh, that's the other point though. I went to the Randalls near my parents' house where I'm re- in the county I'm registered to vote. And I was in and out in 30 seconds. Texas has early voting. This is not a big commitment. It just sounds like a big... It's really important, but it's also really easy. Like, one of the easiest things you will do that week. It took me more time to stop and get gas on the way home than it did to vote. Yeah. Um, I will say... In a very wealthy white suburban neighborhood, though, so... I do, I do understand the anger and the outrage that it seems like only young people in poor areas get fucked over on voting day. And in South Carolina, that is something that I think uh, different uh, activist groups and organizations that fight for people's rights need to go into those states and change. But states like California and Texas, where we did have massive voter suppression on election day... That upsets me. It should change. But also, on an individual level, if you didn't go vote, fuck you. You're yeah. you're an idiot. You had two weeks to do it. There are people who are single moms of three kids that are going to school and working 40 hours, and they find a fucking way to vote. Yeah. There's no reason that you, at fucking 18 to 30, and let's be real, unless you're a parent, your responsibilities are to pay rent and fuck off. Yeah. You could have gone and found some fucking time, but you didn't because you're lazy. Yeah. The the one thing I will say is that your boss legally has to give you time off to go vote. Yeah. So, I, that, I don't know. That's, it's just... that's a more difficult situation because if you are somebody who is working a, a shift job and your boss tells you no, mm-hmm. not much you can do about it. You can file a complaint and all that, but that's just yeah. going to get you fired. You don't have the time to to prosecute all that, yeah. get a lawyer and everything else you need. But, but if you're working a shift that's from 7 to 7, yeah. you're not, though. If you're working a shift that's from if 7 you are, to 7, then, yeah, you got me, but... 7 to 7, 5 days a week for 2 weeks in a row, uh, then at that point you do have 
to either quit or lawyer up because that's yeah. that's just not livable. You'll die. Yeah. So um, you can find the time to vote. But that doesn't take away from the fact that voter suppression did take place. Yeah. Uh, and this is, another, this is kind of leads into one other thing. Uh, people have said a ton of times before, um, you, you need... If, if you're going to complain, and a lot of people complain, this is my biggest gripe with Twitter. There were a ton of people who were very loud on Twitter. Um, but there is a whole life outside of Twitter. I will say, though, but if you complain about the state of the country's in, but you don't vote and say, oh, my vote doesn't matter, then just shut up. If, it, if it, yeah. you, there's nothing, at that point, you've resigned any effort, whether it be viable or not, to make your own situation better. So shut up. Don't complain. I can say I reached a point where I had complained so much on Twitter and in group chats and other, other fun social media stuff that I was like, this is useless. So I went out and I started volunteering. <clears throat> and I can tell you, it is not a, a zero amount of people who go so as far as to retweet everything they see that hates Donald Trump and likes Bernie on Twitter. Um, they, they're adamant on that. They have signs in their yards, and they haven't voted yet mm-hmm. on Election Day. And they go, oh, I thought it was tomorrow. And then you, you'd be like, okay, well, here's your polling location. And they don't know their polling location. Yeah. That, that there's a lot of people that want to bitch, want to complain, want their voice heard, and then when they get the chance to have their voice heard by voting... Yeah, they don't. They don't fucking show up. They don't think that's the important part. Yeah, you're. You're at this point. You're no better than a fucking fat person who eats fast food and shitty and just. I love saying it, but mac and cheese all the fucking time. <laughs> and they're just like, why do I feel so bad? Why am I sweating? Why am I fucking? I I don't know, dude. Like this shit just. It's annoying because it's like, why has the country progressively gotten more and more right wing over yeah. the past twenty years? But I mean, I've never voted, so you yeah. know. Like, fuck off, then. Like, that's the biggest thing, too, and it's just, like, I don't know. My, it, my biggest regret still is, like, because I was, like, completely uninvolved in politics, and I, I didn't vote in 2016. Mm-hmm. I don't, I fucking, now, literally, like, two weeks after that was when I was just, like, this is bad. Like, I, <laughs> there's nothing that will stop me to vote in the next presidential election. And like, I think I a lot of people have the, had that same exact reaction in 2016, because yeah. you gotta keep in mind, especially for people our age, <clears> there was about eight years with Barack Obama where as centrist as possible. You didn't have to pay attention. Yeah. Things were handled. It was okay. There was no big scandals. Yeah. We we were coming out of the recession. Things were going all right. They went all right the whole time. Yeah. Unless you were watching Fox News, then you thought the world was burning for eight years. But if you were just living your life not paying attention to politics, nothing really happened. You can't say that about the past four years. No. You you can't do anything without fucking. I mean, I don't want to get too lost in the weeds here, but just sum up. Um, vote. Yeah, That's go the vote. Summary. Just go fucking vote. Um, and uh, I'll 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 end on some some looking towards the future. I think I think anybody listening to this, hopefully you're a voter by now. If you're not, stop fucking listening. I don't want you to care about anything I say. Um, don't stop listening, but also fuck off and change. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. At this point, the next debate is going to be uh, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. Tulsi's already been kicked out of it. Yeah. She's not going to get stuck. I heard they changed the rules to keep her out. They, The rules get updated throughout the primary. I would like to see her there because it'd be interesting, but it's not absurd Sweet to say, time. hey, you have one delegate, yeah. you're polling at 1%. These two are both polling at 50%. Yeah. It's weird mm-hmm. they don't have minimums for that specifically. They do. That's, that is, they have national polling the minimums. minimums. One, one delegate? The minimum was one delegate for the past two debates because it was only those those the first four that's, states, okay. and that's why Amy Klobuchar was allowed in. It was very oh interesting. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, the clobberum Chuck Staplers out. <laughs> so next debate, just Biden and Sanders. I think that's going to be one that's going to go down in history. Uh, when thirty <clears> years <throat> from now, looking back at presidential debates, you're going to see Warren absolutely torch Mike Bloomberg. Yeah. That will be, and then Mike Bloomberg's campaign falling apart, even though he spent the yeah. most money that any campaign has ever spent. I will say that I fucking I don't like Elizabeth Warren. I don't like politicians. I know it's probably a dumb thing to say, but it's I not fucking a dumb thing don't. To say. I don't fucking like politicians. As long as I never you still have. vote, huh? As long as you still vote, yeah, it's not exactly. a dumb thing to say. But um, I don't like politicians. I don't. Uh, the only one I I remotely could trust was Bernie Sanders. That's why the first he's the first one I've ever given a fuck about. I love what Elizabeth Warren and Mike Bloomberg because I hate fucking billionaires more than I don't like politicians. I don't. If you buy your way into an election and you get guillotined on stage, emotionally at least, 
I don't feel bad for you. Exactly. And also, you're a cunt, Mike Bloomberg. So you fucking you had to play ads during every fucking Portland Trailblazers game. <laughs> I didn't get ten seconds without your stupid fucking face. And you're short. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. <laughs> so to uh, so to sum it up, I think we will see uh, how the one-on-one debates go. I'm hoping that Bernie has a little bit of that Warren spirit in him, where he just goes for the fucking jugular. Yeah. And I think he needs to at this point. I think I think it's very interesting that when it was Bernie and Hillary and those were the only two on the debate stage, he refused to talk about emails because they, they were a bit of a, a, a they were a bit of a thing yeah. blown up out of proportion. But that doesn't change the fact that then when she ran in the general, that's what she got fucking massacred on yeah. on a national stage. So Bernie not going after Joe for Hunter Biden and the job that he got him yes, in the yeah. Ukraine. I understand why Bernie hasn't gone there. I get it. But Joe's going to get hit with that either now or by Trump. Yeah. One of those two is happening. So he's not doing him any favors by pulling his punches and just trying to be a, a quote-unquote unity candidate. Yeah. You also, you need to have some fucking, like, you need to have some, like, killer instinct to be president. Mm-hmm. As I said before, I didn't like Elizabeth Warren because I didn't think she Trump would have steamrolled her. I've said it a hundred times. I'm sure all my friends are tired of me say it. Hillary Clinton would have drowned a school bus full of children to become president. <laughs> I need Bernie Sanders to at least just at least be a be willing to rip down the dude next to him because he rips down the establishment. He rips down billionaires and the and the the elite. Just look next to you and think this person can't do it and destroy them. Yeah, he needs to make an electability argument because that's the only way you're going to swing over the old people, and the old people are the only ones that are voting. Yeah, if you can show them, which we all know that it the likelihood of Trump beating Biden is significantly more than the likelihood of Trump beating Bernie, those those old voters are going to switch. Their support yeah. is soft. They don't love Biden. No one fucking loves Biden. Yeah. People are voting for Biden because they think he has the best chance and they're yeah. wrong. So that's what that's the that's the position he needs to take and he needs to go hard on it. Yeah. No no punches pulled, no saying Joe Biden's a great guy and he's my friend every fucking time yeah. he starts to talk about his votes in Iraq. You can go at him. That's what the primary is for. You're in an election. But we'll we'll just see how that plays out. Yeah. When when y'all are listening to this, it might be might be the next voting block. We'll see yeah. how Michigan and Missouri and Idaho yeah. and a couple of the other smaller ones. Oh, Washington. Mm. The state of Washington, not yeah. DC. And I that's held, Sanders territory. I held back and I was just gonna do a Star Wars quote, but I held back. I know <laughs> I held back for you. For the sanctity of politics. Okay, let's get into Are you music. ready for mine? Yeah. Have you been coughing? Have you felt a little sick lately? We're talking mm. about coronavirus. Oh, dun dun dun. Specifically, Dopey Don's take on coronavirus. <laughs> I was I was at the gym, you know. I was just getting ripped. I was I was benching, put up two twenty five. Ripping in the shred. Yeah, NBD, NBD. And I was just looking, and I looked up on the screen, I saw the subtitles on CNN pop up of what Donald Trump said about coronavirus on Hannity. Naturally, I did not believe it. I was like, (laughs) this has to be fake. Uh, And so I went on my phone, and then I hear Donald Trump say, you never hear about those people, so you can't, the people, oh, uh, sorry, let me go. This is your music one, by the way? No, this is not music. This is politics. Uh, Oh, oh, we're still in politics. Oh, boy. You whack fucking punk. (laughs) All right, now it's my turn on the fucking soapbox. All right, uh, well, I think the 3.4% is a really false number. It's not. And now this is just my hunch. But based on a lot of conversations with people that do this, because a lot of people have this, it's very mild. It's not. They'll get better very rapidly. They don't. They don't even see a doctor. They don't even call a doctor. This is false. If if they're doing that, these are people who are exacerbating the pandemic. Yeah. You never hear about those people, so you can't put them down in that category of the overall population in terms of corona flu or virus. So you just can't do that. Uh, let's see. We have hundreds of thousands of people that get better just, you know, sitting around and even going to work. Some of them should go to work, because, but they get better. He he's he's saying that if you have one coronavirus, is not that is not that bad. Which I I still think it's been overblown quite a bit, but I I still think it's it's. Stupid for the fucking sitting president, where where reports coming out of the CDC where this is bad and it's spreading fast. The, the sitting president saying, "Oh, it's not that bad." This is what bothers me. Uh, generally, whenever anybody talks about what flu is coming this season or what or Ebola, whatever is coming up, 
I, I generally take the ignore it. It's it's not that big of a deal. Fuck off. You're just fear-mongering. Mm. This is the first time that there's been that kind of situation. And news and pundits and our president is saying, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. And the CDC and WHO are saying, no, we could be super fucked. You need to worry about this. Yeah. And it scares me when the scientists are all agreeing that this could be fucking terrible. Yeah. And other and for some reason that is when everybody has flipped and been like, Don't panic. Be yeah. calm. The problem is the everyday person, they hear stuff like this and they're like, Oh, oh, it's not the doomsday virus and they hear the stats of what could happen, and they're like, Oh, that's not that bad and I'm just like Dude, it's bad. Like yeah. a mil over a million people dying is fucking terrifying. I think uh it, it's going to go one of two directions, and it's scary because we won't learn a lesson probably either way. Mm-hmm. But one, this is going to turn into, um, since the U.S. on average, compared to China, has uh, healthcare systems, even in rural areas, um, along with uh, a more organized approach and le- hopefully less corruption and hiding uh, outbreaks, mm-hmm. uh, we can handle it, and it won't lead to that many deaths. Um, but today, as of March 5th, 100 people have been diagnosed with it in the U.S. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't look like that's the direction we're going. Yeah. The second is if a bunch of people die, people don't have health care in the U.S., this could potentially hit us worse than it hit uh, all of Europe and yeah. than ever because nobody's going to stay home. Not because Donald Trump told them not to, but because people don't have paid sick leave. Yeah. If you're a waiter, you're going to keep going. You have to. You ha- It's that or lose your apartment. Like, yeah. And if, you're, if your choices are lose your apartment or get more people sick, I'd love to say that everybody's just the fucking, the dandiest human being on earth and is going gonna, is gonna to just take one for the team. That's not going to fucking happen yeah. on a scale, though. So we'll just have to see how this one plays out, and I just, I wish, uh... I wish we had people in charge who took the CDC seriously, and took the WHO seriously. Just believe science, believe people whose entire yeah. job it is to understand these things. Yeah, I, I just, uh, still, I, I, I know it's bad, and like, what well, it could potentially be very bad, um... But it's it's just, the, the complete ignorance, and just... Because people just won't accept that this is a thing they have to deal with. It's either it's that or you get the fucking... opposite, where people are buying up masks that they don't need yeah. and taking this way too... Like, they're not... No one... Let the, the smallest percentage of people is just listening to what the CDC and who says we should be doing. Washing our hands constantly, cleaning every surface that multiple different people touch. Yeah. And if you're in an infected zone, like most of Washington, don't meet up in large groups if you can avoid it. And... Just go about your day like normal. Yeah. The The other two options are, fuck this, I'm not changing anything, or I'm going to go crazy about it. Yeah, and then the thing is, like, if you get it, not to be fear more, you're not going to, it's not, the, the, isn't the death rate, like, 3, 3%? It's pretty, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's low, and it's especially, it, it, that percent is generally just people with respiratory diseases, or immunocompromised, or old, people. They are, yeah, he- yeah. Uh, healthy Normal aged, normal aged. That's not a thing. Healthy people, uh, up to the uh, above five and to sixty, they're gonna be okay. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> yeah. Um. But let's just all right. Let's, let's just, just move on. Yeah, God, was, I want to fucking. I don't know die. how to be. I don't know how to be entertaining with that. But yeah. more on coronavirus in the music industry. Oh, not like this. There is a a. Petition to ban or to cancel South by Southwest due to the coronavirus. No! <laughs> I must have torchies! That is my exact reaction as well. But already, as of that statement, the um, uh, Twitter has backed out, Facebook has backed out, um, many other large companies that come in and spend a ton of money during South by and host their own events. They've mm-hmm. all backed out and said they're not coming this year. Uh, IBM was another one. Um, and no, then, not the IBM booth. Yeah, and then the, pre- the 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 presenters that put it on have said that they will not cancel it unless uh, Mayor Adler comes out. That's the mayor of Austin for anybody that is listening outside of this mm-hmm. area. 
says it needs to be canceled. Now, this is scary because South by Southwest brings in people from not, it's not just like ACL where it's people from California and small states nearby. Yeah. This brings from across the world. Yeah. I mean, probably not China this year because the, the we're big, not allowing that, but. It's 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 not just an, because it, it, it's not just a festival, it's an entertainment like expo thing. And it's, yeah, it's not just music. It's, it's, bu- it's, it's like, it's a business thing. Yeah. It's more, it's fun, there's fun shit to do, but it is a business thing. People My do company this to goes expand. to the education section every single year. Yeah. And I mean, that's just, it's a networking event for every industry that exists. It's also yeah. the largest event that gets put on in Austin. And this is what I really wanted to dive into. Um, outside of specifically in the music part of this if South by Southwest gets cancelled which I'm against or if it is even smaller than normal and less people show up this weekend the, the whole week of South by Southwest is the biggest boom for local uh, restaurants local stores local bars, local venues, yeah. that happens all year. There's some there's some places that run at a loss most of the year and then make massive gains during South By, during ACL, and other large events that happen in the yeah. city. So canceling South By Southwest is just putting a tombstone above so many local businesses. Yeah. And hosting it might put a tombstone above people that come. Yeah. So it's, it's a difficult thing. Um... What it might run down to is just a matter of um, locals versus the the fucking the businesses that are they're like the, yeah. the larger corporations that put on South by Southwest. So you could technically have South by Southwest happening, or even like a local band, local bands, and everything. So more people will come out, but it will be a more localized event instead of people coming around from all over the world to avoid the fucking yeah. Planet of the Apes pandemic shit. Um, the question is, is that going to be big enough? And it's probably not going to be big enough. Yeah. Um. I don't. I'm personally. I don't want to do South by Southwest shit this much anymore because of all the coronavirus shit. Granted, it's because I have fucking anxiety and I know I'm gonna freak out for like two weeks afterward. I mean, I'll definitely still be out at everything, even if it gets canceled. I'll be going to all the local stuff that's yeah. possible. But like how I said that, but then I was just thinking and I was like, I'm gonna go to Sixth in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's a catch twenty two. I don't think there's there's any way to make this good yeah either there's gonna be a massive risk of infection spreading yeah or there's going to be a definite loss of and i don't want to say business i'm not saying put profits above people i'm saying if you don't These host are local, this, businesses. local businesses yeah. not like torchies is not going to be impacted or the yeah. torchies local but they're huge now uh, yeah. large businesses are not going under because South by Southwest doesn't happen. Yeah. But mom and pop shops and mom and pop restaurants and mom and pop bars all over this city could go under if they lose that South by Southwest market. Yeah. I think it's something like, I, I, I don't want to get the number wrong, but I believe it was around $300 million comes into Austin in one week yeah. from South by Southwest alone. It, it it's just like dude. It, it's also it, tax revenue to think about all the sales tax from everything that comes from that. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a, a hit, but it's 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 again, it's a sign of the times. It's just something. This might be just one of those things where like we have to deal with this, and because the, the thing is, it's it's coronavirus. It's not the city doing. It, it's not anyone doing. It. It's literally just being saying like we can't do this because of the virus. Yeah, and it, at that point, I have if they cancel South by Southwest, I'm. I would not look poorly on them. When I say that I want South by, South by Southwest to happen, if the CDC says don't, we fucking shouldn't as a yeah. city. So far, I don't know if they've weighed in in any way. I'm sure uh, Mayor Adler and the city council and probably the state of Texas has has been in contact mm-hmm. with organizations that could give them a, a better rundown of if you do this, what could be the ramifications and how likely are those ramifications. Yeah. And so also, I'll trust them. Yeah, at this point too, it's like, uh, when is South by? Is it like in two weeks, three weeks? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of spread to be a two week long event, but the big stuff is in two yeah. weeks. Um, yeah. I mean, at the same time, anything can happen with coronavirus in that time. Yeah. So it's you know we we won't know until we know, but <laughs> it it sucks. Um. Wow, coronavirus has really put a fucking damper on this week. <laughs> uh, so for mine, I, I'm going to do something fun. Okay, thank God. I'm going to talk about Tame Impala, which mm. is a band that is in vogue now. 
All mm. you little, you little, little bitch ass kids fucking like it. Well, you weren't there when Inner Speaker came out. You weren't there when Lonerism came out. Those are gonna sound like gibberish to you kids. That's my Joe Biden voice. Uh. Um. Tame Paul's is this huge fucking like indie band or whatever. That's but. just a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> wife, I mean my sister, if doesn't Joe, even like Tame Impala. Real quick, real quick, before we go on, before we get real into mine, if if, if Joe Biden says hocus pocus at any point <laughs> between now and the day, I'm fucking voting for him. <laughs> on fucking jaw, dude. Okay, anyway, back to Tame I want Impala. him to say on jaw. Dude, if any, any, if Trump says on jaw, I'll consider it. Yeah, don't say that. He, he will tweet that out. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's got me already. All right, all right. Back to the podcast, sir. The Slow Rush came out. It is a Tame, it is a tame Impala joint. Um, Kevin Parker, he lead, he's the, he is Tame Impala. He's gotcha. not really a band. Um, he has blown up recently because, like, uh, you know, everyone is more, uh, okay. Everyone's more familiar with Tame Impala now because it got some radio plays. It um it on TikTok, kids are fucking blasting Tame Impala songs. It becomes like part of a meme. But the one thing I want to get into here is that I don't like the Slow Rush, which is the new album. I don't mm. like it that much because it is a trend of um when indie artists kind of get big, they start getting more and more poppy, and you just start hearing them go after trends that are happening in the music industry. Instead of like lonerism and inner speaker and even currents, like had a lot of originality to him. It's like one of those things where it's one of those albums where you have to listen to it and be like, "This is fucking weird. I don't like it." And then you listen to it again, and you're like, "This is great." He he took a lot of pages out of the book of like artists like Pink Floyd. Yeah, like it was an entire album experience. But this shit just feels it's off and it's a bit iffy. And to me, this is where I'm 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 leaning into where you can put in. It's the same thing that happened, in my opinion, to the Lumineers. Because when the Lumineers first came out, their first album is fucking awesome. I love their first album. Me, personally, I don't like the rest of their shit because I feel like they got way too poppy and Mumford and Sunsy. It happens. Okay, okay. You, you want my masterful take on the Lumineers? Yeah, and one sure. of us has tickets to see them in a couple months, and one of us doesn't. I have the tickets. Yeah. Big Lumineers fan. I fucking love the Lumineers. And yeah. you know why? Because Lumineers released one song, and it was a fucking banger. It's so good. And then they just kept releasing that song for two albums, and it's the same song, and it's such a good song. How do you not love it? I'm going to go to that that concert, and he's going to start playing music, and I'm immediately going to be like, fuck, dude, he's playing that song I know, and I'm going to mumble the lyrics for two hours and be like, that was the longest Lumineers song I've ever heard. You expect more of your artists. No, it's so good. They, had, just a, they had a great, solid fucking original album, and then they just didn't branch out. They didn't fucking say. I'll say another thing about Kevin Parker, uh, Tame Paula dude. He fucking branched out a ton, mm-hmm. and I think that that is part of the reason that his fucking album got more poppy because he started working with a ton of hip hop artists. They were like, I think Pitchfork put out a fucking article that said Tame Impala is uh, hip hop's favorite. Uh, Indie artist, because mm. tra- he's on. He fucking produced one of uh, Travis Scott's songs. I can't remember which one it was, but it's, it's honestly my favorite song on that album because the yeah. fucking production is super original. But like, fucking, it, it gets poppier. I don't want it to get poppier. I want it to make weird. I shit. just don't understand why you think the Lumineers got poppier. It sounds identical to the it first. It doesn't. One they they definitely got pop. The first album is way more raw and shit, like with the sound and everything, even to like the lyrics. And now I'm just like now like. Ho Hey was the only one on that where I was like, ah, this is iffy, and it was for radio plays. But whenever you go to like that one, so I was like, oh, Ophelia, yeah, da, da, just da, da, da. Bang I wanted to blow my fucking brains uh, out, that dude. That song is the bomb, dude. That's a, that's You're a crazy. teeny bopper, Garbo. I want some originality to my fucking music, man. A man who has like some TikTok integrity. Tells the Lumineers they're too teeny bopper for him. Yeah, I'm with You're it. You're a fucking enigma. I'm with it. You are Bro, yeah, I'm fucking complex, dude. <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm layered, full like an onion. You got, your idea of complex is the same that most people would call hypocrisy, but uh, but we'll take it, we'll yeah, take it. Yeah, whatever. Okay, uh, pop culture. Oh, I can't wait for this one. Okay, you ready for me to go? Uh, I'll give a podcast update real quick. Uh, we've been doing variety hours for, God, 
uh, six, six years now. Six years. Six, six ten years. years. Thirty thirty five years yeah. now. We were twelve um, when we started. I was in my mother's womb when yep. I recorded my first Variety Hour for the Lavin Short of it. Yep. Um, and pop culture has always been the fucking worst. We hate it because I don't follow any of it at all. I just don't care. I don't know celebrities. I don't know anything, yeah. as you all know, if you've listened to any of this. I know a ton about celebrities and shit, just because, like, through movies and through music, but whenever it comes to, like, the... Their personal lives. Yeah, like, I'm like, okay, I see it on Twitter sometimes. Like, that's it. Yeah. And I don't care. So, yeah. for an article we all don't care about, Katy Perry announced her pregnancy in a new single music video. Who cares? I do for this one this because good. that's fucking insane. She yeah. hid her pregnancy and says in the article that she did that by sucking her stomach in, which I don't think you should do if you're pregnant, and uh, holding big purses in front of herself for months while have... recording and then editing and then releasing a music video <laughs> to announce her pregnancy. I hid my pregnancy by letting my husband do fucking bag work on my belly. <laughs> Oh my, yeah. Real quick to the update thing, we are getting rid of pop culture. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. hate it. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. yeah. No, you're totally, yeah. Um, fun fact about Katy Perry. So I have two things on this. I've said that like oh, three boy. times this episode. One. You always have two things. I always have two things. Between two and five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Katy Perry dated Orlando Bloom. Yeah, that's the baby. Wait, he's she's married to Orlando it's, Bloom? It says Katy Perry announces pregnancy in new single about fiance Orlando Bloom. That's insane. Do you know who Orlando Bloom is? Yeah. He's Legolas. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, anyway. We have the second <laughs> thing. I'm a little thrown off now. I don't even know if I have a second thing anymore. But Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, no, Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner did something similar where she hid her pregnancy... It was, like, rumored because she was kind of, like, out of the public eye for, like, nine months. Makes me very happy that I had no idea Kylie Jenner was pregnant. Does she have a kid? It was, like, three years ago. I'm sure you saw this on Twitter. Isn't she, like, 18? I think she was, like, 18 or 19 when she had the kid. She's our age, I think. So she has a kid right now? She's, like, 21? Storm kid's three? And then the kid's name's Stormy? Yeah, she had it. That's a dog name. I know a dog named Stormy. She had it with Travis Scott. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so they kind of just like hit it, and then they were. I don't fucking care about any of this. I know, I know, but you got what me she interested. Did, well, she did nine months, and she's a fucking Kardashian fool. Yeah. So like she's oh, she hit it that long. Yeah, she was out, and then one day a video pops up, and it's all this fucking footage of the past year, of like all this shit compiled. And there's like a fucking voiceover, and like it's like That's super creepy. well video. It is. But it's like fucking cool because it's super why? well made. What is what is the maybe maybe you know maybe you don't? Why is it that celebrities hide being pregnant? Paparazzi, you get dogged way harder if you're pregnant, and then uh, the paparazzi chase even you. harder than if you hide for nine months. I assume if you hide for nine months, the paparazzi would be all over you. It's not really how it works because they they don't know why. Um, it's the thing is like it's that, and then like being pregnant, and then having a kid. Do we're just gonna get we're gonna dive into pop culture since it's the last time we're gonna Thank talk God. about it on this fucking Thank podcast. God. It won't be. Do but. people that uh, care about when a celebrity gets pregnant and everything else realize that by consuming that news and paying for those magazines and whatnot, you're making their life worse? Because that's how they pay the paparazzi is the money you gave to find out first. I will tell you, Katy Perry thing. is pregnant. That's insane. I don't think they they, they, they think about care. this because like you have to consider a lot of people who read this shit. They don't th- they don't consider that like it's not like I hate God I hate even saying this I sound like a cunt but it's like the critical thought isn't really at the forefront of their mind. You're saying the kind of people that care that, that Katy Perry is pregnant are stupid. Not even that, but like okay. it's. I'll say it then. Yeah, people okay, that care that Katy pregnant is pregnant that Katy pregnant is Perry. Yeah, that Katy pregnant is Perry are stupid. It's. It's the same thing where it's, but I, I, the thing is too, like some people who are in, into this shit, I assume they're just busy. They don't have time to stop. They're, they're probably like, oh, this is cool or this is weird. A lot of them are pathetic and they're obsessed with it, but some of them are like, this is just something they touch on. They care about pop culture or some shit. I don't know. Mm. Maybe, they, maybe they should care about pol. Maybe this is their politics, Jesse. Yeah. I will say well, that. you gotta I, focus on the important stuff. Yeah, dude. Kim K. Yeah. Dropping nudes. It's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, so like, and also it is a form of entertainment. It's in the same vein of like reality shows where you're just like this like augmented weird shit that you want to fucking be like, oh wow, I'm like in their lives because my life's fucking boring and my fucking husband cheats I on like me. I like that take. 
Reality uh, shows and pop culture news are for people whose lives are too boring. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's Je- what, Jesse, I'm, people don't live like us. <laughs> we, we go out like every... We have a calendar of like... We literally have scheduled dates of when we're going to get fucking hammered. And it's every weekend, sometimes twice a weekend. We're always doing something fun. Some people just don't have shit to do on the weekend. Yikes. Well, we don't want to live like that. And if I did live like that, first thing I'd do, pick up a fucking magazine and start reading about pregnant celebrities. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Moving on. See, the, here's the difference between you and me. Here's the difference between you and me. You see pop culture and you're like, oh, I want to talk about Katy Perry. Because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking simp. Simpleton. Oh, yeah. I, definitely. I, however, I went and I, 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 I want to talk about science. Oh. I am, I'm a fucking, I'm a man of science. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Maybe that's what we'll replace it with. We'll see. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to work this hard. I don't want to chug my brain along this hard every week. I'm talking about shrooms, baby. Mm. There's been a massive push recently. Well, massive. I just see it a lot because I'm, I'm way too online. Um, but, like, the medical industry and a lot of researching done about mushrooms, which uh, psychosylvan or whatever the fuck you call it, uh, how it actually has a, whenever you're microdosing, not taking 80 fucking grams and going yes. to a Grateful Dead concert. A medical dose, not a not yeah. a tripping dose. There are a lot of uh, benefits, and I was reading this article that I, I found on this weird website, website, I think it's like, Reddit? 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 Reddit. Oh, Reddit? Reddit? Yeah. It's Reddit. Oh, you pronounce like Reddit? Yeah. I would not. I don't use okay. it. Okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> there... <laughs> These scientists are saying there are like a lot of benefits for it, and there was a phrase that really stepped stepped out to me. It was like there was anxiety, uh, PTSD, all of these like mental. I've heard anxiety. the PTSD one a ton. I've yeah. seen that for years now. It's essentially just a ton of anxiety inducing disorders. Um, you know, they all come from different places, and it's not a blanket cure, but they help a lot. And the biggest word that stepped out to me was that they had sustained change. Mm-hmm. And that's said a lot in the article, and it's like, there's sustained change, and it's it's a consistent thing where it's like, they're not dropping every fucking day, yeah. but they're doing it like every once in a while, and then afterwards, even a year out, they took the same subjects, and they were all saying like, yeah, I'm just in a mentally better place. Like, even just doing it once, they're like, there, there's just something different about my life and how, because the, the biggest thing, which I, I've talked to multiple therapists, and personal trainers and people will try to get my shit together and they've all just been like your your sense of perspective's fucked mm. and people getting a new sense of perspective helps yeah. them a lot and acid or shrooms not acid don't take acid <laughs> shrooms gives you a new perspective i've never done shrooms but <laughs> but it is cool to see that this is a medical thing that can be taken like medicine and it's not like weed where it, it, all the users are a bunch of fucking Stoners who have like, the same negative impacts that yeah. marijuana can have. Yeah, and also you're not like fucking like mushrooms. You can't take mushrooms every day. If you do, yeah. you're gonna be fucking <laughs> zoinked. Yeah. Um, I also think that that has, assuming that they can do it in a medical way, uh, prescribed by a doctor, people that are going through depressive episodes or anxiety or have dealt with anxiety for years. Uh, I can say uh, from personal experience and from everyone I know. A lot of people have those kind of mental issues, and they don't want to be on meds forever. So a lot of times they'll get on meds. If things are looking better in six months, they'll get off those meds. They'll be fine for a year. It comes back around seasonally or whatever, and then they have to get back on these meds. And you can't just start these meds and drop them. Those can have horrible psychoactive effects on you. Um, So it would be really, uh, I would say, a breakthrough in the medical community if there's a potential drug out there that people can take once a day for a month and have benefits for a year or longer. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is too, like on that, it's, it's really a point of these drugs have like a, like heavy side effects, you know, and like yeah. you have to deal with like a lot, like getting on anxiety medication and like the, this just gives you the, the shift. Like for me personally, like I, I don't want to try psychedelics just because it's, it, it, I, my anxiety has been so bad and the, I, the way I've been trying to get rid of it is through exercise, through dieting. And th- these are the things that have worked for me. Um, but for me, just putting myself in an, in an, un, in an uncontrolled environment with that substance, because people have said, like, you should try shrooms and make you feel better. I'm like, yeah, I believe you. I just don't want to take the gamble. Yeah. But if, if, if a doctor was like, hey, we're going to put you, like, we're going to be in a controlled room with someone who's going to help you, mm. and then you can take this, and then, like, because I, but the thing Basically is, they're think about it as seeing a therapist, and you have to see a therapist once a week 
but you also take medicine before you see that therapist. Yeah. And that, that medicine just almost to the point of hype. You can get into the mind controly thoughts, but that's that's an exaggeration. It's like but it opens, serum almost. Yeah, it, it just opens like, you up to new ideas. Yeah, you're going to be like more uninhibited, but not in a way where you're just like, I'm drowsy. You're just like, oh my god, like you just see things from like a more bird's eye view, which this is also, I assume. I have no science background whatsoever. Bachelor's in science, but uh, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> of, of science. Of science. <laughs> uh, but I would wonder if these same results would happen with alcohol. I wonder if therapist meetings, if you had a beer or two beforehand, would would change it. Obviously not getting drunk for the same way. If you microdosed alcohol before speaking to a therapist, would that open people up to Mm. listen to what therapists say and have a different perspective? Yeah. I'd like to see that tested. Yeah. That's the one thing. Alcohol affects people differently. That's true. Like, you or me would be like, we have two beers, then we just fucking vamp for like eight hours like some people take have two beers and they're just like i wish for violence (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a fair point okay our last one we'll do these quick yeah we go yeah i got my random i'll end up mine's sad so i'll let you i'll go first no yeah yeah uh mormon church delivers stinging rebuke rebuke uh to byu students with letters stating homosexual behavior is not compatible with principles so to summarize byu they're a Mormon university. They had in their uh, student handbooks, you can't be gay. And not just you can't be gay, you can't hold hands, uh, you can't hug a bunch of other no- we- things that, that two men can do that isn't specifically gay, mm-hmm. and just said those are banned. You can't do them on campus. If you do, you can get Have in we trouble. done anything on the list? I've held your hand before. No, you forced me. I hate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also a gay thing more. I hate being touched. <laughs> um... And anyways, they got it removed from the student handbook like three months ago. Big win for, I don't know why gay people choose to go to BYU, but apparently they do. Um, And big win for that group and and allies that go to BYU as well. And then the church came in and in a public statement was like, if you do homosexual activities outside of marriage, which you can't get homosexually married within the Mormon church, uh, you will not get to heaven. And it is still against our religion, and you can still get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. With with the school and with the church, because they are the a cult. They are an that, entire cult. Yeah, the worst part about that is they, they worded that perfectly to where it's like, it's you can't, not that you can't get into school, but you can't go to heaven. This, yeah. place with, this other place that isn't regulated by the fucking government. Which they call infinite infinite marriage whatever the fuck you get like a planet and shit it's it's way it's way weirder than yeah. you think it is if you think mormonism is a weird thing if you do a little bit of research you're gonna find out it's much weirder than you yeah. thought oh i gotta i gotta take before before we move on mine um so more to the mormon church mr mormon that's his name yeah ray mormon suck my dick <laughs> fuck fuck the fuck the mormon church fuck all fuck all organized religion at this point um, there's a separation. Take. There's a separation there. That's, we'll Mormons put, are almost Scientologists. We'll put Scientologists, the Mormon Church, and uh, the Catholic Church. Yeah, y'all I three. I want to say Mormons. I, the Mormon Church. The Mormon Church. Yeah. The Scientology Church, whatever the fuck they're called. Church of Scientology. The Church of Scientology Fuckers. and the Catholic Church. All three of y'all can stop fucking kids, stop treating women like shit, and stop murdering people. If you could do those three things, that'd be real fucking dope. Well, I'm sorry, real quick, on our, on our past podcast, I, I was like, priest fuck kids, and Jesse was just like, we can say that? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, going to mine, it's really quick. Um, so, Tito's Vodka, Austin, oh, now boy, made with corn. Now made with corn, apparently, and Jesse hates it. Uh, they had to release a fucking thing that said our vodka is not for sanitation. It is not. It is only forty percent alcohol. The CDC is. It is. You cannot use it as sanitizer. Yeah, a bunch of stuff was coming out saying that you could make your own hand sanitizer yeah. for when like uh, HEB sells out because people are freaking out about the yeah. coronavirus. To go off of that, you cannot make your hand sanitizer with Tito's. Everclear let us know that you can make it with Everclear. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> And it was a picture of like a bunch of Everclear bot- bottles, and it was just like, when things go bad, stay clean. <laughs> it's a fuckload of Everclear. They're like we're sick. We're over sixty percent. 
So essentially, every every mountain man making moonshine could mix some aloe vera with his fucking garbage. And so it's just got to be above sixty percent. That's legal. Yep, above sixty percent. And okay, Everclear so, endorsed yeah. it. Moonshine, Everclear. Yeah. Uh, that that horrible drink that you get around Christmas. That's uh. Candy cane flavor? What is that? Schnapps? Peppermint schnapps. That one's above 60. No, it's not. That is. They're, they're one specific bottle. They make one. It's black oh. and red. Somebody listening to me like, I know that the bottle. The Darth Vader bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and that bottle is like 75%. It's fucking disgusting. Jesus. I've never seen it used in a drink. I've only seen it at uh, wash your spring hands. break. and Yeah, and <laughs> wash your hands with. When, you, when you're wounded by a broken ornament, you can clean your shit out. When you need that peppermint flavor. <laughs> Uh, on that, uh, that is it for our variety hour. This has been the news. You're yeah. welcome for our, for our. You time. know everything that's going on now. That's All true. the important stuff like coronavirus, Super Tuesday, yeah. and Katy Perry being pregnant. Dude, take your take your fucking news app, take your newspaper, take CNN, and shove it all into a box and kick it to the fucking wayside. Print media is over. Web media is over. Television. Is we canceled over. It's it. It's all about the podcast <laughs> news sources. So if you. Okay, we got it, the podcast. Uh, <laughs> catch us next week for In the Lab. It will be videoed. Yep. Yep, thanks for listening.